Okay, everybody. Welcome to episode 12 of Relationships. Yeah. Yep. And I'm Paul. I'm Bryce. I'm Shayla. Shayla's yeah. back. She's Hi back. Guys. I'm here because, again. Because Shayla's an expert censor. <laughs> yes. Guys, I feel so expert at everything when I come here. It's yeah. great. <laughs> You're an expert woman. Well, you've paid the price to get there. <laughs> yeah, you have. You deserve all the accolades. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, so last time, to a little bit of recap, last time we talked about introversion so we've been talking about the Myers-Briggs uh, type indicator or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, last time we talked about the first letter of four the first of which is extroversion versus introversion E versus I so um, anyways if you want to learn about that go back to that episode that's right stop this right now and then give us five <laughs> stars and uh, and uh and share with all your best friends. Yeah. And we are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. Oh, yeah. Which is a new one. We're on Stitcher, SoundCloud. Wait, are we on SoundCloud? We're not on SoundCloud anymore. Well, if you go and search for there? us, you can download. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Well, that's a good They actually, used to host us. I don't know. And then we realized I might have they just were, lied. But. No, I'm not going to say anything about them. They were great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they were wonderful. They just weren't for us. Thumbs up. <laughs> don't but don't hurt us. We're on Podbean. Uh, <clears throat> anyways, which Bryce always can't remember whether it's Podbean or Beanpod, but it's Podbean. I can now. See, I've grown. Yeah, now you can. Okay. I've really grown. Excellent. Good job. Awesome. You're right. At first, there was some, <laughs> See, some man. confusion. That's just one of many ways in which you're like a plant. Yeah. <laughs> well, last time we also learned about how Paul is like a plant. How he got over his seasonal def- affective disorder oh, that's true. by getting sunlight. <laughs> that's, he opens up in the point. sunshine. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. I'm, I also kind of like plants. I've gotten into plants lately. Oh yeah. In fact, I bought some seeds the other day. We had like um, a plant here that uh, I had overwatered, and it was breeding like all these teeny little gnats all over the place. Oh. And um, and uh, while they were flying around, um, Bryce did the proactive thing of putting some like vinegar, vinegar in a Oh, bottle or something oh, yeah. started killing them. Uh, wait, wait, but no, th- those fruit flies came from elsewhere. Oh, they were from somewhere. Oh, those oh, fruit yeah. flies that were from. That was not from, your uh, fault. Okay, okay, good. So, what did they come from? Somebody's bananas or in the garbage? It's someone's like fruit okay. in the garbage somewhere. Yeah, I think downstairs. Anyway. So, so while Bryce did the very quick solution, <laughs> I went online and I bought some seeds for a carnivorous plant. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so apparently, now you can buy like. Straight up, like adult Venus flytraps online, and I used to have one when I was a child, which uh-huh. was really cool. Uh, but uh, they're more expensive, and and I was like, I want to grow something from scratch. And so, anyways, apparently it's very hard to grow Venus flytraps or those pitcher plants from seeds. Mm. Huh. But the other kinds that have like kind of like they got all these stems with like sticky stuff on the ends, oh, uh-huh. yeah. that, like traps the plants. Those ones are apparently easier yeah. to grow from. So. I ordered them. Supposedly they're coming from China, but you know maybe they haven't made it past the tariffs. <laughs> yeah, I haven't got them. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> That's a big part of the president's uh, economic agenda. Is yeah. to, Carnivorous is to... plants. Yeah, it's, like... it's ruining America. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. That's right. So uh, I don't know, uh, but Bryce had a plant that was dying, by the way, uh, and and he put it outside uh, to try to get it more sunlight and stuff. And then I asked him one day. Bryce, do you want to check this plant into the Paul Plant Hospital? <laughs> and, uh, and he was like, yeah, okay. And I took it in the bathroom. I shouldn't take any credit for this, really, because I think it was the plant was doing its own work by itself. But I just, you helped. I put it in the bathroom and watered it, and then it started like growing like gangbusters. Yeah. Wait, you watered and, it? Uh, 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's what, exactly. That is literally the thing I had been neglecting. <laughs> I'm sure these plants, I think these yeah. plants in the bathroom, they probably also enjoy that it's just more humid in there. Humid. That's true. Too, yeah. but, that's you true. Because the shower. Yeah. Right. But anyways, and then Bryce asked me the other day, he's like, Paul, are you feeding this thing human growth hormone? <laughs> and I said, I'm feeding it plant growth hormone, which is called love. <laughs> which is also human growth hormone. Whoa. Oh, Yo, awesome. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so, well. well I, there's also another plant that Paul's magic has not worked on. Yeah, that's but true. But that's because it was like totally dead already. <laughs> that's true. I was like, man, this thing is like Lazarus, man. I'm like, I can't work a miracle. <laughs> yeah. Bring me something that's still breathing. This thing is not mostly dead. It is dead. <laughs> Yeah, at any rate. Well, so, okay. So this episode, we're talking about the second letter of Myers-Briggs, which is S versus N, uh, which is interesting because you would think it's S versus I because it's sensing versus intuition, but they had already used up the That's I for right. introversion. So it's the N of intuition. Some people will also say this as sensors versus intuitors. Um, so, okay, I got I got to ask yeah, a couple Well, this is the letter about one of the two main functions uh, which is getting information, right? And just to recap, the other one is making decisions. So those are the middle two letters. Uh, the last of the f- four letters is about which of those functions is dominant for us. Do we prefer making decisions or getting information? Sorry, go on. Okay. Um, and I think this... Bryce's pedantic uh, <laughs> interruption, of which I have at least one every every episode. <laughs> awesome. Usually more, probably. <laughs> All right. As many as you need, man. <laughs> Thank you. As many as you need. Um, at any rate, I, I'm just going to... This paragraph here, I think, like, uh, this again, this information we got here is, again, from personality pages. Um, and I feel like this does a little bit of clarifying for me, because I've always thought to myself, well, it says, we, we say the SN preference refers to how we gather information, but um, I was talking with a friend this week, and we were feeling a little bit confused about that, because mm. we were thinking, like, um, is it really how we gather information, or is it what we do with the information once it's gathered? And Anyways, this says, we all need data on which to base our decisions. We gather data through our five senses. Uh, Carl Jung contended that there are two distinct ways of perceiving the data that we gather. The sensing preference absorbs data in a literal, concrete fashion, the intuitive preference generates abstract possibilities from information that is gathered. So uh, that clarifies a little bit for me. It's not like these perceivers are gathering, I'm sorry, it's not like the intuitors are gathering data necessarily without their five senses. It's that they gather data and then they um, and then they intuit things from the data that they gather instead of just taking it all in concretely. Basically, yeah, because um, it also says that we all use both sensing and intuition in our lives, but to different degrees of effectiveness and with different levels of comfort. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. right. So, because again, this, you know, Myers Briggs is is a, a theory about or a framework about preferences, because no one is, no one has the opportunity to be exactly how they prefer all the time. Sure, um, and they probably shouldn't. Yeah, you know. Um, I, w- I will say um, that I think we talked about this on, in one of the earlier episodes, maybe in the first Myers-Briggs episode, but I think N's tend to be a little bit more uh, into personality typing in general. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because um, it's kind of more of an intuiting kind of thing. You're taking yeah. some information and then you're extrapolating. Um, uh, but anyways, um, and I want to point out that before we started this episode, Shayla said that she had tested, she thought she had tested as an N. And I said, actually, I I would guess you're an S. 
And then she she went and checked her test results, and she was and an I was Whoa! Whoa! I know. And, uh, Mr. Intuitive <laughs> right. figured it out for me. <laughs> exactly. I intuited <laughs> that yeah. you were an That's interesting, because um, I tend to be, when I'm, like, profiling people I know, I tend to be very bad about um, figuring out which, which of these they are, because I'm a pretty strong N. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I wonder if I were a stronger S that maybe I would pick up on the, you know, the concrete... Uh, breadcrumbs yeah uh, anyway i don't know good job paul well some you, of this is kind of challenging intuitive. you know the yeah. only reason i feel like i have gotten better at being able to kind of guess where people are is because i had a friend down in phoenix that was better at guessing what people were than i was hmm. and uh and as he would as we would talk out loud about it i'd start to pick up some yeah. of that mm-hmm. like, oh, okay but, but so anyways so this yeah the personality pages thing says we're sensing and it gives several examples like we're sensing when we taste food Notice a stoplight has changed. That sounds ominously bad for an end. <laughs> like, uh, uh, oh boy! <laughs> do, 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 do. What does a traffic sign mean? Like, <laughs> I wonder how I it works. Yes. You know? In an alternate dimension, would yeah. that really mean stuff? Yeah. And the sensor is like, um, ah, it's red. Now it's green. I will go. <laughs> <laughs> right. We are sensing when we memorize a speech, um, mm. or when we follow steps in a plan. Mm. So this is this is this speaks to my not being an S. When I was studying for a uh, spelling bee in uh, grade school, I didn't want to memorize the words, so I actually like recorded myself spelling words and put my headphones on at night so that I could absorb it while I slept. <laughs> <laughs> it did not work. And I'm actually, and uh, I, when I woke up in the morning, my headphones had fallen off, and I was like, "Dang it!" <laughs> it fell off. It would have worked if not for that. How many of those words did I get? And then I did actually win the spelling bee at the oh, nice um, at my school level. Nice. I think this was the, I can't. I might have been in the sixth grade. I don't remember what grade I was. Fifth grade maybe. But anyways, um, I lost at the next level because I spelled anecdote wrong because I thought it was antidote and it was anecdote. Oh. And I didn't ask for a spelling, so. Classic rookie wait, mistake. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, I didn't ask for definition. a definition. Oh, so. oh, okay. Yeah. Classic rookie mistake. So I have a similar story uh, without the trying to incept ourselves in our okay. sleep um, uh, that, that I also made it to the second round, but I was thwarted by, by macaroni. I, th- <laughs> I thought there were two Cs. Oh, is that? I'm still not sure. <laughs> Okay, that's a confusing. This is fun. Let's yeah. go back to extroversion and introversion for a minute. Okay. So I won my eighth grade class spelling bee, and I was mm-hmm. supposed to go on to the school one, and I didn't want to. I was like, no, oh. I'll pass. I'll let somebody else go. Okay, and, and why? That's because you, you felt I just didn't want to be in front of everybody. You didn't want to be yeah. in the spotlight. Yep. Yep. Interesting. Funny. Very interesting. When I was at the school level um, uh, of the spelling bee, um, everybody was laughing when I got up to say a word. And I was like, these people think I'm a really funny guy. And then at some point, the teacher pulled me aside and she said, your fly is open. And, uh, <laughs> and I, so I always use this for one of my most embarrassing moments. But, but you know, being an extrovert, like, it didn't it didn't kill me. I just turned around, zipped up my fly, and turned around and kind of laughed with everybody. Oh, okay. I was hoping I was you like, did okay. a little dance or something. Or like, <laughs> <laughs> and I tipped did my hat off. <laughs> did it, were you there when I was oh, showing yeah. our roommates uh, Mr. T's recouping? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, you showed that to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like when, when yeah. you get embarrassed by something, down. you find a way to turn it into something cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of, so it doesn't stay as something absolute ludicrous and embarrassing. Oh, yeah. You should look you this experts. up. It's got a great uh, kid that falls down on the sidewalk, and then he turns it into a little breakdance. Yeah. <laughs> and then the guy walking past him go, gives him, like, thumbs up or something. Um, yeah. So then this thing says we're intuitive 
when we come up with a new way of doing things, think about future implications for current action, uh, perceive underlying meaning and what people say or do, and see the big picture. Mm. So, like, for example, yeah, like, um, I think we would tend to say, like, supposedly the most common, uh, well, we talked a little bit earlier, I think in an earlier episode about um, the Kiersey temperaments. Maybe we'll have an episode where we talk just about those. Yeah, we should. The Kiersey temperaments are four uh, sub or four like subgroupings of the Myers Briggs stuff, so that it it um and each preference ha- uh, is related to two of the letters. So supposedly the most common uh, Kiersey temperament in the U.S. is SJ, which is a sensing mm. temperament, and um and the Ns are less common. Uh, <clears throat> NF and NT are less common. I think NT mm. is the least common, mm. and then NF. But um, anyways, and so I was having this conversation with my friend. He was like, well, what are the advantages of being an S? And, and I was like, well, I'll give you an example. So um, S's, like SJs, for example, uh, they're, um, they're better at just like doing a job they're given, yeah. following instructions that they're given, and just being happy doing that. Yeah. And so like... My, my mom was an SJ. Yeah. Like, I'm an strongly. SJ. Strongly. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, uh, you know, um, I was... So I worked for this law firm for a while, and we interviewed this guy, and that was. And my boss asked him a bunch of questions, and then asked if I had any questions. And I, the only question I asked the guy was, "Do you know your personality type?" And and uh, he didn't, but he went home and took a test, and then he gave us his results later. And my boss asked me, "What does this mean?" He was an SJ, so mm-hmm. I don't remember what the other letters were. And I le- I like sent my boss like a summary of this, and and I said basically. It basically probably means he'll be a great employee, and as long as you give him enough direction and instructions, hmm. he'll probably just do what you tell him. Hmm. And then I told him, and if you need to, this to be validated in any in any way, look what it says about me. And mine said, like, fiercely independent, like, uh, <laughs> like don't like structure. And I had worked for this uh, firm for a while, but I, at some point I had, like, moved out of state even though he didn't want me to. I was like, well, I'm going. Do you want to keep me on or not, you know? Uh-huh. And I moved, and... Uh, I don't know. I just like did a lot of things that he didn't actually ask me to do, but that I wanted to do. Yeah. Like, um, so like, and that's kind of some of the differences that like, and ends are great when it's in the workplace. Anyways, ends are great when it's like, you need somebody who can like take initiative without much direction and just kind of imagine something up and create it of themselves, you know? Yeah. Um, so, but, like, but they're not as good as a, a rank and file soldier who just exactly. is manning a post. Exactly. Yeah, I, I feel completely the same. Um, entrepreneurs yeah. tend to be ends because they'll yeah. think about future possibilities yeah. like, you know, yeah. like the Elon Musks of the world. Like, yeah. why don't we go start a colony on Mars? Yeah. No, like, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I would know. guess that this is not just a function of being an N. It's also, you know, it, it's more likely to be true if they're an extrovert. Sure. More likely to be true, I think, if they're a P. Well, actually, that one may or may not. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know, but like, um, I was great with some things. Like, for example, um, because well, again, intuition. This is all about how they get information, and and then you know what that information leads them to do. I mean, that that in its purest form, that's what n versus s is. It's sure. about how we tend to gather information. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, like, for example, um, in that same job, my boss had asked me at one point, we need a new docketing software. Can you just go research it and find out what we need and then mm-hmm. implement it? Mm-hmm. And that was great. I didn't need any more direction than that, and I just mm-hmm. did it. Um, but I could gather my own information. I don't know. Okay, that's interesting. Um, well, so, 
I don't know. Um, I'm not sure, yeah, if that necessarily relates directly to... Well, I to... mean, in the Kiersey temperaments, it's two letters, right? So it's, it's not two just letters. the N. That's true. It's also, yeah, that's true. what, F? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm an NF, yeah. And, and it's, okay. NFs and NTs, we tend to be more likely to enjoy being entrepreneurs. And yeah. I had, like, an early career crisis when I started yeah. practicing law. Yeah. And I was getting really bored. Yeah. Everybody giving me all these directions and doing things. And now that I've broken off and started my own firm, it's a lot more satisfying. Yeah, yeah and I'm, I'm but, similar. Yeah. You know, I'm, I stopped working for the man full-time for... Uh, several years ago <laughs> now i never people worked. always tell me i should start my own business and i'm like eh, <laughs> i'm good <laughs> yeah okay uh that's interesting yeah um okay uh oh, and, man. and shayla financially you're doing a lot you have a lot more to show for that than i think paul and i do but we have our independence darn it that's right <laughs> yeah we do yeah we do um so anyways um Oh, I had some question earlier. Now I forgot what it was. Uh, oh man! I know, but I did want to. I did want to ask. Uh, okay, so Shelly, you're an S. Yeah. Um, Bryce, you're an N. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys think? Do you guys think that um, you've tended to date people or pursue people that ha- have the same letter or yeah. the opposite letter on the same. on that letter? Do you know? I, that's a great question. I think I've dated more people who are opposite, and I think that has often been a problem. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not, I mean, not wholly, because I have some N in me, as we all do have mm-hmm. pieces of them. Right. Sure. But but they're a lot bigger dreamers, and I'm a lot more concrete. Like now, this is yeah yeah you know literal. Mm-hmm. It. Does, mm-hmm. I will say that on most of these uh, websites, they will they will say this is a good letter to be the same on in mm-hmm. in romantic yeah. relationships. Because the way you gather information, you know, or the way you uh, perceive the, the data that you gather or whatever, mm-hmm. it also affects the way you communicate. And so S's tend to understand one another a little bit more naturally. Yeah, they're, they're off, and, operating and, off, of, off of similar premises, you know, because yeah. they, they tend to notice the same kind of stuff. Sure. Yeah. Well, ends will be like, and when ends they're talking with us, sometimes they'll be like, all right, uh, when, this is getting a little boring. Or S's, S's will be like, why is your head always up in the clouds? <laughs> like, um, I don't know. Like, I remember having this conversation and talking with some, like, book club about li- well, Life of Pi. And, uh, and at the end, they were like, so do you think, how do you think it ended? Do you think it was a cannibalism or, or was the, the tiger really a tiger? Uh-huh. And one guy that was sitting there, I think this guy was probably an S, he was like, it doesn't matter. It's fake. <laughs> And I was like, okay, party pooper. That's, that's what I thought. You know? I was like, dude, we all know it's fake. But, um, but I think I'm always kind of drawn to ends. Like, okay. I love that they can be imaginative and think outside of the box, but they don't become like somebody that I feel connected at the soul with. Like when hmm. people get the concrete ideas and the here and now and the literal and the factual, mm-hmm. those people I seem to just, like, we just jive better. Mm, like Keith yeah. Urban. Yeah, and obviously there are exceptions to that, but, <laughs> but yeah, I love I love the dreaminess for yeah. a minute, and then I'm like, eh, you're kind of huh. stuck off in your own huh. little world. Yeah, you but. probably are an S, or it, it, it fits, that fits my, my theory. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, um, yeah, um, like when we were talking earlier about how I guess that, uh, Shayla was an S. Did I mention this? That I think that's kind of an end thing to do is to try to guess people's more often. Probably. Okay, probably say that. Yeah, because, yeah, that's more abstract, more, 
theorizing, reading between the lines. Right. Yeah, that's that's totally territory of ends. I don't know. I, I think S's do that too, but we do more like, well, I think you're an end because of this fact and this that, fact that's and right. this fact. Right? That's right. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Sure. Observable, <laughs> concrete facts. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Um, by the way, I'm going to retract my statement about INFJs because I do know INFJs that love personality stuff. Uh, oh, sure. So my friend that was an INFJ didn't want to be put in a box, but I don't think that's an INFJ trait. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. But anyways, I've mostly dated ends too, and generally I feel like that's worked out better for me. Yeah. I have dated a couple of S's. Um, and I've been surprised recently how I've had some friends that are S's that I, really, I feel like I connect with well. Hmm. But But... When I spent sometimes when I spend a lot of time with them, I notice that my N preference and their S preference tend to like I start to notice it more. Yeah. yeah. So, um, anyways, I was gonna say one of the ways that you can sometimes guess what people are on this one is um, how they tend to talk <clears throat> and the words they tend to use. Mm. And, and S's tend to use more concrete yeah. language. Yeah. And N's tend to use more abstract language. Or for example, N's will often say. Uh, they will often um, uh, speak by analogy, huh. you know. Um, so, yeah. You notice that, Bryce? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but I, it, it, that that would make sense to me, though. <laughs> yeah, I got a quote here. I got a quote here from uh, an SNL skit. Oh, this is great SNL skit. It's a uh, George Will Sports Machine. It was Dana Carvey, and the questions were all like these super brainy questions, and he asked. One question he said, and this is like kind of like a Jeopardy game show kind of thing. He said, in 1954, Willie Mays, in an emphatic stroke of Byzantine whimsy, made his over-the-shoulder catch off of Vic Wirtz. Uh, what was it not unlike? And what was it not yeah, unlike? <laughs> what was it not unlike? Which that itself is confusing. He said, take it, anyone, and and all the and all the um, contestants were like, you know, real big sports enthusiasts, and they were like, what the heck? <laughs> and uh, the one guy was like, uh, Mike Schmidt. Mike Schmidt was like, the uh, the catch in Cincinnati that, and then the buzzer sounded and said, sorry, it was not unlike watching Atlantis rise again from the sea, the bones of its kings <laughs> new covered with flesh. Whatever. <laughs> and, yeah, and everybody like, everybody like looks at him like, you're crazy. <laughs> at, at the end, at the end of the skit, like at the end of the skit, somebody like, uh, Gets mad at him and they're like, "Have you ever even thrown a baseball?" And they throw a baseball at him. He runs away like a pansy. But, but so that's like an extreme example of like an end uh, making an analogy. But um, yeah, anyways. But 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 again, yeah, I, no, I like it. But again, in its purest form, the end is about what kind of information they tend to gather. And yes, from there, you know, maybe they'll concoct some, you know. They they tend to think by analogy, right? Because they tend yeah. to notice by analogy. Sure. Um, yeah, and it's not like ends aren't gathering f- the same facts that S's are. Like, you know, like when I want to learn about yeah. something, I often will start, well, go looking up something up on a Wikipedia page or something yeah. or talk with people and ask well, them about it. Well, that's not factual. Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not bad. Uh, yeah. I, I will say, well, I, in defense of Wikipedia, I'll say it's probably more factual than... Um, you're out of date, uh, Encyclopedia, <laughs> Encyclopedia Britannica, yeah, that uh, you know and, has and, all of uh, and, last decade's research in it, and any almost any opinion posted on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. Well, those are factual. Um, sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, in fact, I mean, I so I practice patent law, right? So a lot of times I do need to look up uh, things about mm-hmm. to get some background information about some kind of technology as I'm writing a patent about it. And I've found. 
for technology in general, I found Wikipedia to be remarkably accurate. Mm. Um, so, yeah. At any rate, I mean, I think that um, anything like that that's uh, crowdsourced, you could get uh, some bad actors on there. Of course. But, um, there's, as long as there's more good actors than bad actors, yeah. they take those people off. Yeah. So anyways, um, okay. So, yeah. So can can but, I add, because so, yeah. these notes are great. Sure. Um, if anyone is still, or if anyone out there still wants some additional clarity on sure. you know, kind of the difference. So I think this is, this is helpful. Um, <clears throat> it says that, you know, sensors value realism and common sense. They especially like ideas with practical applications. Uh, some some common yeah. characteristics is that they're concrete, realistic. They live in the present. They're aware of their surroundings. They notice details. They're practical. They go by their senses. They're factual. Sure. Um, it says uh, intuitive people live in the future, which, ah! Centrist, I, I, yeah, yeah, centrist focus on the present and intuitors live in the future. Yeah. Uh, they will project things into the future. Uh, yeah sure. okay, okay. I mean, anyway and they're they're immersed in a world of possibilities um they process information through patterns and impressions uh they value inspiration and imagination they gather knowledge by reading between the lines um their yeah. abstract nature attracts them toward deep ideas concepts and metaphors kind of like you were saying uh they can see the big picture some of their characteristics their future focus they see possibilities they're inventive imaginative deep abstract idealistic and theoretical yeah um, sure. I was talking with uh, somebody this week about what books we were reading, mm-hmm. and um, I told him I had just finished Moby Dick. Well, it was an audio book. I've been going through the classics mm-hmm. because they're free. And, um, <laughs> That's a good, <laughs> yeah. good point. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I don't want an audible. I'm not ready to bump up to an audible thing yet. But anyways, um, and he was like, yeah, I don't know if I would. He's an S. And he was like, yeah, I don't know if I would read something like that because I wouldn't think, I would think, how is this going to be useful for me you know kind yeah. of thing so he liked reading and, and this is another way you can kind of generally tell s's tend to read more like books about real world stuff yeah uh and n's tend to read more stuff that requires imagination is yeah. not real world stuff yeah I mean, that's not yeah. me at all i don't read real world stuff and i'm an s i only read imaginative stuff yeah is that true maybe it likes to take me maybe i like well, to get out of my s i don't sure. know I don't yeah know. i don't know and you may have you more, need to take the more advanced you. version i apparently yeah <laughs> I will say you gotta like feel like you can't count Harry Potter in this because like it's almost everybody universally seems to like the Harry Potter series. Yeah. But like for example though, I will say this so Sheila, do you like Tolkien stuff like Lord of the Rings? No. Uh, fantasy stuff. Uh-uh. What is it about that you don't like? It's too fluffy. So yeah, maybe that's. Because like I really get into that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, have you ever? And read... I do like have self-help you... books, so maybe I'm just contradicting myself now. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You're a complicated person. Well, I, um, S, S's will sometimes like fiction, but but yeah. they'll tend to like fiction that's more like real world fiction. So like historical fiction. I like fiction that could be real, but it's not. Okay. But I could see how it could be real. <laughs> okay. That's the kind of fiction I like. Okay. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Well, anyways, my my the friend I was talking with was I can't remember what he was reading. He was reading something like, oh, the brothers Karamazov. Um, I don't know why he thought that applied to his life more, but. But I don't know. It might have. I know it, there's a lot of philosophical things it talks about. Yeah. It. But like for me, I feel like I, I mean, I'll read through things like I felt like it was arduous trying to get through the seven habits of highly effective people. Hmm. Like I made it through it. But at the end of it and at the end of it, I felt like that was very useful. Hmm. And I still feel like it's useful. Hmm. But at the time I was like, this is boring, though, but useful. <laughs> but when I read, <laughs> I just s- eat it up. I underline everything. I make okay. notes. I love it. 
Well, yeah, I'm the same way yeah. when I'm reading a fantasy book, something that's totally fake that I wrap my imagination around. Man, I eat those up like junk yeah. food, you know, so it's great. So that's interesting because um, Stephen Covey's, um, he has another book called uh, The Spiritual Roots of Human Relations, which uh, is much more conceptual, I think, than than Seven Habits, the way it's written. And just, yeah, yeah it is. Anyway. I think this. I think you know, my which end... I think speaks to the audience he was trying to reach with with each book. Okay, that... interesting. I should have, maybe I read the yeah. wrong one. Yeah, <laughs> um, hey, I've got I've got that one. If you want to read it, I'm gonna pull it out. Um, I do think this is one of the reasons why I enjoyed law school quite a bit more than engineering school. Like, I like science and I enjoy it, but when you get down to the nitty gritty of like, now I need to solve this problem and what's the surface energy of this drop of water or whatever <laughs> and uh then uh, it gets i get a little bit bored but when I, when you're in law school you're talking a lot about abstract theory yeah know? like um and um i feel like that's one of the reasons i liked it but anyways so basically we've determined that ends are better at predicting the future so <laughs> i thought that was interesting yeah, as i was I reading through you're this you're joking so. we're not necessarily better at it we're just <laughs> You just like to do it. Uh, we direct okay. we direct our <laughs> our fact finding towards. We try to yeah. we try to yeah. predict the future more. Yeah. By the way, on a somewhat quasi related line, um, you know, I heard heard this really interesting uh, show a few weeks ago about like the half life of knowledge in certain technology areas. Huh. And uh, that involves a lot of like prediction and stuff. But like, uh, for example, stuff that's on the cutting edge of technology um, has a short half life, you know, because a lot of it ends up being wrong. Mm. Um, yeah. But anyways. Mm. So, hey, yeah. all those ends, you know, getting stuff wrong. But, you know. For um, those not familiar, half-life is the amount of time it takes for half of the amount of something to dissipate. Usually talk, usually, sorry, this is another pedantic uh, interruption. No. Usually we, we use that term when we're talking about, like, molecules, right? Or, uh, yeah, like the half-life, we use yeah. it in, in conjunction with a radioactive substance. Yeah. So we'll say, like, the half-life of this is, yeah. so, like, there's a half-life of carbon-14 or whatever, and this is how we do carbon dating because... Because yeah. um, we know how, how fat, the rate at which it degrades. Right, we know yeah. that every X number of years, half of the yeah. carbon atoms will no longer be there, They'll or car- they won't be carbon, or they'll be degraded to something else. Yeah. Or something. I don't anyway, know exactly sorry. how it works, but anyways. Okay, uh... All right. Uh, well, which again, that's a very end thing for us to notice. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you sure can't observe that with your senses. You can't say, "Oh, well, now I see there's only ten billion, you know, carbon fourteen atoms." Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. I observe with my senses. Exactly. I mean, I guess you can with a microscope. I don't know. Yeah, anyway. exactly. I've wondered too if ends tend to be a little bit more uh, playful in some ways. I don't really know, but like for example, I feel like when when I'm in a conversation and people will be telling a story. And I'll oftentimes interject with something fake. And then you did this? I, I just make something up. <laughs> I mean, I also think that's just a humor thing. But but I feel like sometimes my S friends just say, no. And then they keep going. And and, and, uh, and my N friends will be yeah. like, yeah, totally. I totally did well, that. You know, well, so I theorize that it, it's a okay. different kind of humor. Like okay. S's might prefer more practical, more practical jokes. Like one of our roommates who likes... <laughs> <laughs> touching my ear while I'm focused on a video game I'm playing on my laptop. He finds okay. that hilarious, you know? <laughs> okay. Um, I do want to say, as I was reading yeah. through these, I thought, so I work in marketing. Uh, am I allowed to say that? Mm-hmm. But I was thinking about how marketing is a very end job, inspiration and imaginative, hmm. deep ideas, concepts, metaphors, and often I get stuck there. I'm like, hmm. what? I know they want me to come up with some new concept, but mm-hmm. I just... 
I don't have anything to go yeah. off of. But mm. the part of marketing that I'm really good at is the concrete parts the and metrics. the get this out. Like we'll oh. get this mailer out and uh, we'll get this done. And if you do these processes, you'll get more sales. That's the part that I'm yeah. great at. And yeah. the imaginative stuff, sometimes I'll have like a lightning bolt stroke of inspiration yeah. and I can do it. Yeah. But more often than not, I have to, those those are harder for me to get to. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right, and I feel like I really enjoy the branding side of That's it. That's right. Uh, but like when I was uh, uh, over activities um, in this in this congregation that I was in, uh, yeah, I feel like that I would come up with some activity, and then the first thing I would do is like, okay, let's give it a cool name, you know, <laughs> come up with something. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Okay, well, we probably better wrap this one up. Um, any final thoughts about N versus S? Uh, well, I think we all know that the best letter is <laughs> it's, N. It's S. Oh. If you look at the facts, it will tell you that's true. Well, it, but if you can see the big picture, right. you, you know what's and the like, best if one. If you read between the lines of the facts, you'll know. You'll I know. feel like I'm outweighed here by no, nature of being No, they're all important. They're all important. Because, you know, again, like using my mom as an example, she was like probably like 10,000% S. Like 10,000%. Probably, yeah. Is she a tiger mom? Kind of. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, the most like practical, <laughs> hands-on woman I've ever known. And and she accomplished so much. Um, you know, again, mo- I, I'm sorry. And that's not, not the downplay. I mean, no one is purely one or the other. But I, I really admire her her practical um, abilities. You know, she, she raised six kids. Done. Like that's you got to sure. be very practical yeah. to do that. Sure, and like I told my friend to kind of come full circle there, like um, the advantages of S's, I thought to myself, well, when I get to the point where I'm hiring employees, I would probably mostly hire S's uh, mm. because mostly what I would need are people that are, are, are able to take the instructions that I give and just yeah. follow them. And do the stuff that the you're stuff. not as good at anyway. Yeah, that I'm not as good at. Yeah. And so I, I would probably hire some ends like down the road, when, you know, yeah. but... Not as many ends as S's. Thankfully, yeah. society has more S's than N's. So. Yeah. My in my annual reviews, I always have overwhelming. You get stuff done. Like uh, anything I give you gets done, and it gets done fast. Hmm. Right. S thing. Yeah. And I had to buy this book called "Getting Things Done." <laughs> and, so uh, you could appreciate the concepts yeah, behind it. And ironically, people were asking me for months, like uh, when I'm talking to people about what I was reading, I'd be like, uh, "I'm stuck in this book called Getting Things Done," because <laughs> I was stuck in it. <laughs> For like you know many months, I still haven't finished it, but I did. I did actually incorporate some of the things that he says into my life, and I have found them very helpful. Nice. So. That's awesome. All right. Well, I guess that's about it. Thanks for joining us. All right. And next you. time we'll be talking about thinking versus feeling. Yeah. Okay. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode. Please consider subscribing on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app and give us a rating. Thank you.